Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Screen Nerds Podcast. My name's Michael Bergen, and thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode of The King's Daughter. Brand new film out in theaters. Just got done watching it and wanted to share some of my thoughts with you on the film. Now, the film is based on a novel. I believe the name of the novel is The Sun and the Moon or, or, or something like that. Uh, it was written in the 90s, and uh, it tells the story of a young woman named Marie who, it turns out, is the king's daughter. And the king is King Louis XIV of France. And we see through the film that uh, she is raised uh, by nuns uh, in a convent by the sea. Uh, she doesn't know that she's the daughter of the king uh, until one day when he calls her to his court in Versailles uh, and asks her to compose because she has musical talents and so uh, he's having a ceremony for his birthday and so he uh, enlists her and she comes to court in Versailles uh, and while this is going on uh, he is trying to seek immortality uh, and through that he uh, commissions uh, the capture uh, of a mermaid who is believed to possess uh, immortality or the ability to have immortality and Marie ends up coming into contact with this uh, mermaid and through this uh, seeks to uh, free not only the mermaid from her, but herself as well from an arranged marriage and so you have uh, a fairy tale story of sorts uh, in this film. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really went into it with very low expectations uh, because uh, if you don't know the story about uh, the making of this film, this film was actually made back in 2014 and was supposed to have been released in 2015, but it got put on the shelf, it got delayed, uh, it kind of got bounced around to different studios uh, until finally it uh, got acquired uh, and was released this year. Uh, so it feels in some ways almost like a film out of time. Uh, it feels like a film that should have been released probably uh, five or six years ago. Uh, but it, having said that, uh, like I said, I went in with very little expectations and I really enjoyed the film. It felt like uh, a fairy tale of sorts and it was even presented as a fairy tale. It had narration, it used uh, storytale picture books uh, like you see in various fairy tale movies. And it really had that type of fairy tale quality to it. And it was almost. Uh, endearing and charming in that way. Um, the cast is very impressive for a film like this. Um, the the title character, uh, Marie, uh, was played by Kea Sodexo, I think is how you always have trouble saying her last name. Uh, but she's best known for uh, the Maze Runner films, uh, the last Pirates of the Caribbean. She was just in... Uh, the recent Resident Evil film, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, I like her as an actress, and she uh, she really embodied the character of Marie very well and was very engaging uh, and 
was very easy to root for uh, as a character in the film. Uh, her father, the king, Louis XIV, is played by Pierce Brosnan. And, you know, he always has uh, that presence uh, about him on the screen. And uh, he, he brought that presence with him to this to this role. And I really, really enjoyed uh, him in this role. Uh, William Hurt uh, is uh, the priest uh, who and the uh, spiritual advisor to uh, King Louis the Fourteenth, uh, he he was uh, very enjoyable in this film as well. Uh, Benjamin Walker, who uh, is the husband uh, in real life to Kaya, uh, plays uh, the swashbuckling captain who at first captures the mermaid, but then is convinced uh, by Marie to set the mermaid free, and so works alongside helping to free the mermaid. Uh, he was very enjoyable. He's very, he's very much that typical uh, sea captain uh, in in fairy tales. Uh, so that not anything out of the ordinary and treading different waters there, but very enjoyable uh, character that he played. Uh, the villain, I guess you'd say, the villain of the film is the Doctor. He's played by Pablo Schreibner, uh, who's Lee Schreibner's brother, uh, a very fine actor in his own right. Uh, he he very much uh, plays up being the villain in this film as the doctor who uh, is trying to extract the immortality from the mermaid. Uh, and then the mermaid, who's played by Bing Ming Fan, uh, you see her likeness in her face. <laughs> but the rest of it, of course, is uh, CGI as she's made up to look like a mermaid, which, again, for a film that got bounced around a lot uh, by studios. Uh, I thought the visual effects were pretty decent for, like I said, that type of film. Uh, the way that the mermaid is done and, and the visual effects that went along with that. Um, overall, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a film that um, you really have to go into it with not a lot of high expectations or you're not expecting a Hollywood blockbuster type film. Uh, but if you're just going into it as you want to see an enjoyable fairy tale type story, uh, it, it's a film that really helps to uh, meet that satisfaction of just sitting down enjoying a, an hour and a half film, uh, a fairy tale, because it's not really something that Hollywood uh, has been putting out of late. Uh, you get a lot of sequels and reboots and remakes and, and all this. Uh, but to have a film like this that's kind of out of the ordinary in some aspects, I think is good uh, to have out. And I think it's good to uh, to just sit down and enjoy for an hour and a half. Um, I, I think that uh, it's it's not a film that you expect uh, when, you know, when you're looking around to, to check out and find, but it's one that's worth the effort. I, I think in some ways this film reminds me of, uh, the film Stardust. Uh, it was a film that came out in 2007 or eight ish. Uh, it was very much that type of film, uh, very much different from the norm, different from other films and, uh, that were out in theaters. And I feel like that that's kind of what this film is. Uh, it's very different from what's out right now. Uh, but it's very enjoyable. So if you're someone who 
loves a good fairy tale story, someone who uh, just wants an escape. Uh, I feel like that this film very much is an escape kind of film uh, and one that, you know, it's, it's not going to win any awards. It's not going to wow people, but it, it's going to entertain. And I feel like that sometimes it's good to just watch a film and be entertained. Uh, so that's my thoughts on The King's Daughter. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this film or any film that you've been checking out of late. You can always let me know uh, your thoughts uh, anytime by email, screennerdspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always tweet the show at ScreenNerdsPod on Twitter uh, and share your thoughts there. Uh, and if you get an opportunity, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. Uh, please check us out there, rate, and review, and subscribe, uh, and share the podcast. We'd really appreciate it a bunch. Uh, So again, thanks for joining me for this quick screen episode. My name's Michael Burgett, and we will catch you on the next episode.